Welcome to the 50th episode of Business Wise. Oh my goodness. Already 50 episodes. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Well, being as this is the 50th episode, I thought we might discuss one of the most important subjects I know of and which has a tremendous bearing on your success. Why? Well, let me ask you this question. How do you measure your success? I'd be willing to bet that the first thing that pops into your skull is money, like most people. I'm as successful as I have monetary worth. Is that true? While finance and economics naturally fit into this, I think we all know that that cannot be the whole story. Because if that were the whole story, then why is it that so many affluent people still seem messed up? Just take a look at the extent of drug and alcohol use at every level of society today. You know, at the top and at the bottom. People don't generally resort to drugs because they're doing great. Like, wow, I I feel really terrific. I feel healthy. Uh, exhilarated, fulfilled, extroverted, accomplished, I think I'll take some Prozac. No, people resort to these things because they are unhappy and they are confused. Many ask themselves the sensible question, what's it all about? Or why am I here? Or what am I supposed to do with my life? Helen Hubbard once stated, quote, The only tests of a life well-lived are, did he do what he intended? And were people glad he lived? End quote. If you think about that datum, you could probably agree with it. But this brings up an important question. If the first test is whether or not you did what you intended, what is it exactly that you intend to do with your life? If we're talking about this, we're talking about your basic purpose then, aren't we? Mr. Hubbard wrote an article dated 13 March 1965, which, perhaps coincidentally, happens to be his birthday, wherein he provided the following vital, supremely vital formula. He stated, quote, The basic formula of living, not life, is having and following a basic purpose. End quote. He then goes on to say, quote, Thus, expansion is an increase in living. To increase living and raise tone and heighten activity, one need only apply the expansion formula to living. End quote. Now, uh, we covered the expansion formula, I believe it was in episode four. So, you should revisit that uh, one after you've listened to today's episode, but the that would be the, the expansion formula itself. But the point is, there are degrees of living. Degrees of living. Think about the people you know that are the most alive uh, and the ones that are the most dead, for that matter. When I say alive, uh, by that I don't just mean animated, hectically, like a machine, but they are really there and they are really living. What do they all have in common? If you think about it. That's right. They have passion. They have a purpose. 
I remember growing up, I easily acquired skills in a lot of things, but for some reason was not able to feel the passion and dedication needed to become great at any of them. I was a good athlete, not a great one. I was able to pick up a guitar and play or sketch a portrait. Had decent grades in school. But missing was that passion and dedication to become truly great at something. I was missing passion, you could say. But after discovering the works of Mr. Hubbard, I was able to put my finger on it exactly. The question was, what is my basic purpose? Mr. Hubbard defines purpose as, quote, the survival route chosen by an individual, a species, or a unit of matter or energy in the accomplishment of its goal, end quote. So you have a purpose to survive, right? Everyone does, believe it or not. But what is your chosen survival route? How are you intending to survive? That's the big question. What is your basic purpose? If the basic formula of living is having and following a basic purpose, then of course, one should know what one's basic purpose is, right? Now, I have asked this question of hundreds of people in my career. And would you like to know the most common response to the question, what is your basic purpose? I've never tallied it precisely, but it's probably around 99%. They will tell me in response, I don't know. Wow. Well, if the basic formula of living is having and following a basic purpose, and if expansion in the direction of basic purpose is an increase in living, I guess we better figure out what our basic purpose is, don't you think? And the sooner, the better. Because if expansion in the direction of basic purpose is an increase in living, what would be contraction away from basic purpose? Well, that's right. That would be a decrease in living. And we have a word for that in the English language, and that is dying. And if you want to see someone who is dying, watch someone who is operating away from their basic purpose. Fast or slow, they are dying. Often it is manifested with physical sickness or health issues, overweight, diabetes, ulcers, certainly chronic exhaustion, but it can also manifest in just not being themselves. Get the classic idea of the used car salesman, all enthusiasm. Howdy folks, come on down to week two motors. We got matchups and they are priced to move. But is he there? Is he being himself? When you look in his eyes, is he being him? And how do you think he is in his quiet moments alone? Is he happy? Not likely. And never mind at the end of his life, looking back on what he has accomplished. I can think of no deeper misery than to realize at the end of one's lifetime that one cannot answer up to the question, did he do what he intended? All because one never established exactly what one intended to do with one's life and accomplish in the first place. Why are you here? What is your basic purpose? Well, for starters, you'll be happy to know that you do know what your basic purpose is. And you have known since you were about two years old. Howard wrote in an early book on the mind, Quote, a child can be considered to have formed his general basic purpose in life somewhere around the age of two. 
I think I'll repeat that for you. A child can be considered to have formed his general basic purpose in life somewhere around the age of two. He then goes on to say, quote, He will have tried to hold his main purpose throughout his life, but it will undoubtedly have been warped both by his reactive mind's experienced content and by his environment. End quote. For those of you not familiar with the term, the reactive mind is a portion of a person's mind which works on a totally stimulus response basis, which is not under his volitional control. He's not controlling it. And which exerts force and the power of command over his awareness purposes, thoughts, body, and actions. It's a source of your irrational fears and unwanted emotions. And if you want to know how to get rid of it, you can certainly feel free to write me at info at wiseeastus.org, and I'll help you with that. That's info at wiseeastus.org, right, if you want to get rid of your reactive mind. But that is not the point of this episode. The point is that you have a basic purpose. You knew what it was at the age of two, and you actually have been trying to follow it your entire life, whether you realize it or not, because it has become warped. Take, for instance, someone who wanted to uplift their fellows through teaching them the art of movement. That's a beautiful purpose. But dad said that would make a fine hobby, but no way to make a living. Next thing you know, our dance teacher is a lawyer or something, but strangely loves nothing better than not just dancing, but dancing with others in a way that he improves their skill at dance. Maybe their uh, favorite all-time job was their summer job as a camp counselor, teaching kids to swim or do somersaults and cartwheels. Who knows? But if one looks, one will find a thread in a person's life where they have gravitated to their basic purpose. And how do they know they're on their basic purpose? They are alive. They are healthy. And they feel great. They are active and spring out of bed every day like they are shot from a cannon because they can't wait to get to work. Can you believe that? They are high-toned, which means they don't crawl around in apathy, fear, or boredom, or chronically pissed off, but tend to be enthusiastic or even exhilarated as they put themselves through some of the harshest self-discipline, deprivation, and sacrifice you could possibly imagine. You might even possibly ask yourself sometimes, how can these on-purpose people go through everything they go through, the joys, the heartbreaks, the glorious victories, and the personal disasters and setbacks, and, and still be so damn fired up about living? The incredible athlete who comes back from a career-ending injury the entrepreneur or inventor who seems capable of going through the implosion and bankruptcy of their enterprise again and again, but comes back and prevails in the end. Or maybe more importantly, the freedom fighter who risks life and freedom and family and God knows what else to stand up for something they believe in. These guys are living. So herein lies the key to finding and establishing your basic purpose. Look through your life, particularly your early life. Look for the common thread and then ask yourself, what activities made you feel the most alive, the most active, and the most uptone emotionally 
I think it is important here to distinguish between two terms, work and play. Mr. Hubbard wrote, quote, let us redefine work and play. Play should be called work without a purpose. It could also be called activity without a purpose. That would make work be defined as activity with purpose, end quote. For example, sure, I love skiing, and I am exhilarated taking on a double black diamond ski trail. But I cannot say that to ski is my basic purpose. I happen to know what my basic purpose is, and there is a connection, but that is not my basic purpose. What you're looking for, you want to find the basic purpose that guides your activity in living this, that sets the direction of your life what you might call the stable datum, if you will. In the same book where he defines work and play, Mr. Hubbard also says the following, quote, In our civilization, the stable datum to the confusion of existence is work. And the stable datum of work is purpose. End quote. Have you ever tried to get a workaholic to slow down? Bad idea. Secretly, and they may not tell you this, they are in love with what they are doing. Why? It makes them feel alive. They are pursuing perhaps in a warped fashion, but still, nonetheless, they are approaching and pursuing their basic purpose. For them, it is play with a purpose. Okay, I think I've given you enough pointers that if you look for it, you can get a grip on your basic purpose. I would say that the first thing one has to resolve to oneself is you're going to find your basic purpose. Just decide, I'm going to look for and find my basic purpose. That is where it begins. And look for those areas of your life, those experiences you've had where you felt the most alive, where you could not wait to go to work. Those will be your tip off. The purpose generally starts with the word to, T-O, to whatever, to do this, to have that. To accomplish this, the word two, that's a tip. And then start writing it out. You know, get a big old sheet of paper and just start writing it out. There's no harm in that. When you hit it, the lights are going to go off. And uh, by the way, don't panic if the wording is not precise. I don't believe that that's particularly necessary because um, I have time to time personally, just reviewed my basic purpose, and I've adjusted a word here and a word there. Don't You don't necessarily have to go for an absolute, but definitely go for a purpose statement, a statement of your purpose that indicates to you like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It makes so much sense. My life now makes so much more sense. Your purpose is your, is your guidance. It's the star. A guidance is a flag used to lead an army. It, it's it's the star that you align yourself to. It's your it's your compass direction. You know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me particularly if you establish a basic purpose. You now have this stable datum. This is where you are headed. This is what you're seeking to accomplish. It may not marry up exactly with your current activity or your current job or your current business or whatever you're doing. That's nothing to be too concerned about because if you've got that guidance, if you've got that star you are reaching towards, 
okay, you can take your current activity and align it to that star. It can be a means to the next step, to the next end. Use it that way. Don't, don't, don't feel like, okay, now I have to dump everything and start all over again. Just realize and recognize that you now have your, your star. You have your purpose. You have your stable datum. You have the thing that you can now uh, work for the rest of your life, really, to approach. And I hope that that purpose that you find for yourself is a big one. It may not necessarily have to be, but in a world like the one we're experiencing, a society we're experiencing, like we're experiencing today, we definitely have room for lots of big thinkers with lots of big dreams and lots of big purposes. So uh, your basic purpose is your basic purpose. It's not something that I can dictate for you or anybody else. It's something you've known since you were about two years old. And uh, I can't think of a more important exercise than for you to sit down and start figuring it out so that if we ever meet up the road and I ask you what your basic purpose is, you'll know. Uh, if you'd like help finding your basic purpose, of course, I've done this for um, hundreds of people through my career because I consider it that important. Um, write me at info at wiseestress.org. I'll do my best to uh, get you some help. If I can help you myself, I will. If, uh, if there's somebody else I trust to help you find your basic purpose, I am happy to uh, refer you to someone. But the important thing is you decide, okay? I am finding my basic purpose. And you know what? It doesn't take very long, really. Probably take you 15, 20 minutes. In fact, probably while I've been talking, you've had some pretty strong ideas about what that basic purpose might be. Just take a piece of paper and start writing it down, okay? All right, well, I hope you've enjoyed this, my celebratory episode, 50 episodes of Business Wise. Uh, we just got our... In the mail today, our trademark approved for business-wise, so we own that now. And uh, we've also just passed a 1,000 subscribers, which we're very pleased about. We had no intention that this was going to be so big, really. It just started as a benefit for my WISE members, but uh, didn't really want to stop them from passing it on to their friends. And gosh knows how many listeners to this episode or to these episodes are uh, not members of WISE, that's that's totally fine with me. But if you are interested in becoming a member and being part of uh, the group we're forming, we're growing rapidly, and uh, it's certainly a, a badass group. I, I have to say, very, very proud of my members. I'm getting lots of emails from them talking about their expansion through the current economic um, challenges. So uh, a lot of benefit to being a member. So if you're interested, you can write me also at info at wiseeastus.org. We're always willing to help. So uh, don't hesitate to write us. And um, the takeaway from this, your homework assignment is isolate basic purpose. Okay. And don't hesitate to let us know if you need a little bit of help with that. Okay. That wraps it up for today. And I look forward to talking to you next week.